Welcome to this moment around God's Word in prayer. This week, we're going to be taking a praise break here in Central Moments. We're going to be looking at moments as Paul would write the letters that we find in our New Testament. There were moments when he just broke out in praise. It was like he just became overwhelmed with the truth and the grandeur, the majesty of what he was writing about and of this amazing God that we serve. And the very first time we encounter this in the New Testament is in Romans chapter 11. It's right at the end of chapter 11, where all of a sudden Paul says in verse 33, Oh, the depths of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. Now, they say Paul often dictated his letters, and so I can just imagine him leaning back and maybe just raising his hands and out loud saying, Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. Well, what was he so overwhelmed about at that moment? Well, this was the end of chapter 11 of Romans. In chapters 1 through 8, Paul is talking about the beauty of the gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, specifically in Romans 1 through 4, that the gospel is inclusive of both Jew and Gentile. And then in, in Romans 5 through 8, that the gospel is not only inclusive, but it's powerful. That just as sin is more than a mistake, it's a power. The gospel brings power to change our lives and to break, the, break sin. That's why the foundational verse of Romans is Romans 1.16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation. And then inclusively, both to the Jews and to the Gentiles. So that's where he goes, the power of the gospel, the inclusiveness of the gospel in the first eight chapters. And then in chapters 9 through 11, he goes back and said, well, if the gospel is inclusive of both the Jew and Gentile, what about God's old covenant promises to the nation of Israel? I mean, do those still stand or are those uh, irrelevant at this point? And in chapters 9 through 11, he says, but God has this great super plan. That right now the gospel has come to the Gentiles, the Jews largely rejected it, it's come to the Gentiles, but there is coming a day when God's promises are without repentance, Paul will say in chapter 11, that he is going to restore even Israel. And, and by the end of chapter 11, he starts giving us this sweeping view of God's sovereignty over history. If you've ever done a puzzle, you know that you have one little puzzle piece, especially near the beginning. It's hard to know, unless you can watch, look at the cover of the box, it's hard to know what the whole picture will look like. And every day for us is just one little puzzle piece. But here Paul becomes overwhelmed with the sovereignty of God and the great sweep of history. There's God writing a story bigger than our story. And so he says, that's where he just stops and he says, Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable his judgments, his paths beyond tracing out. If I would paraphrase that, he, he, he just saying, I mean, how amazing is our God in his sovereign sweep of history and the work that he's doing in our world. He goes on in the next verse, continuing this praise. Who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been his counselor? And the obvious answer to that is, well, nobody. Because God has a perspective. He knows what we don't know. He's got a perspective beyond yours and mine today. And, and then he asks another rhetorical question in this praise break. Who has ever given to God that God would repay them? And the answer is, none of us are in his debt. He has freely given to us 
everything. And uh, we, we, we give back. I mean, God doesn't owe us a thing, but he has freely given us everything. And so he ends in verse 36. For from him and through him and for him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. So that's our day today. Our day is from him. In the world of cause and effect, um, he's the cause. Uh, for from him and through him. Well, he's not there for us. We're there for him. We're here for him. And his life can operate through us today. And for him are all things. To his glory, he is working the sum total of every day after day after day in our lives to create, create a great picture of his sovereignty and his power. So let's praise him with the Apostle Paul. Lord, we do say with Paul, oh, the depths of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. For from you and through you and for you are all things. And Lord, we put our lives right in the middle of that. Because of you and through you, we can live today. And we live for you. We live for your glory and for your grace. And we pray you'll fill us with your spirit. Because to you, we can say today, be the glory forever. Amen.